and welcome to We Go Back. I'm your host, Brian Abushakra, and on this week's episode, we will be reviewing Across the Sea and What They Died For, the 15th and 16th episodes from the final season of Lost. In Across the Sea, we open up to a woman named Claudia being shipwrecked on the island. During the line of questioning coming from Claudia, Mother simply replies, any questions you have will bring upon more questions. And I feel like this is kind of commenting on the series by telling you that there's always going to be more questions to ask. But Mother points out that it doesn't matter why it's here, what matters is that it's here and this is how it is. So shortly after being on the island, Mother helps Claudia give birth to Jacob and the man in black. And this is now the third instance where a mother has given birth on the island and the children were taken away and raised by another. The first being Alex, the second being Aaron, and now the man in black and Jacob. So this episode is really here to help you understand the framework of the battle between man in black and Jacob. We have a lot of explanation about the rules of the game that they are playing. For instance, mother says that Jacob can't lie, and we've seen this throughout the entirety of the series with relation to these characters and how they behave. We see that Jacob favors leading people to the answer and having them find it on their own, whereas the man in black constantly uses deceit. We also have the man in black told by mother that he's special, which is something we heard repeated throughout the entirety of Locke's life. So again, drawing more parallels to the character of the man in black and Locke. Mother also explains why Jacob and Man in Black can't kill each other. We've heard them reference this before in their interactions, but now we know it's because Mother told them that she made it so that they can't hurt each other. And this is just before she brings them to this bright, glowing gold light and explains why they're here on the island. She says that people will always come to this island and it's their job to protect them from ever putting it out. And that one day, one of them will have to protect it after she's gone. Moving along in the scene where Man in Black and Jacob are playing that game together. We hear Man in Black tell Jacob that one day Jacob can create his own rules and at that point Man in Black will have to follow him. Really everything in this episode is helping you understand the framework of their conflict and what's going on in the series. So this kind of explains why Jacob has any authority at all when it comes to making rules on the island. But in this same scene Man in Black sees a vision of his biological mother Claudia. She guides him to the people who actually brought them to the island and helps to answer the question that Man in Black has had about whether anything exists across the sea. And this makes Man in Black very angry because he's always wanted to leave the island and see where he came from. He's naturally inquisitive. But this motivates Man in Black to leave Mother and Jacob and go to the other people on the island. And as he's leaving, he gives Jacob the option to come with him. He doesn't try to force him, he gives him a choice. And while Jacob chooses to stay with Mother, Mother tells Man in Black that he can never leave the island. One thing that we find out from Man in Black in this episode is that he thinks his mother is insane. And if you recall, he had previously mentioned that Claire is now an insane mother. And in that moment, you might have thought he was talking about Locke, because Locke's mother was also crazy. But this gives you a clear definition of who he was actually talking about. And while she does seem crazy, there is a bit of merit to what she's been saying so far. Now this will take us into the scene where as adults, Man in Black tells Jacob about all the electromagnetic properties of the island. He illustrates this by throwing a dagger, and if you notice the dagger he threw was actually the same one Saeed got from Dogen and tried to stab 
Man in Black with earlier on the season. But one thing that we discover is that the Man in Black and his people are the reason for the donkey wheel. And we know that this donkey wheel was originally built to manipulate space and time, so he was trying to harness the light of the island so that he could leave. This made me think about Mother's comment how all of us have a bit of that light inside of us, but we all want more of it. But it can't be taken, however, it can be put out. We also learn that if that light is put out, that every single person in the world would die. So this made me think what that light could represent. And one of the main focuses we've seen throughout the series is time. All humans have a little bit of time within us, and we always want more. And if you look at it, Jacob, Man in Black, Richard, and Mother all are given more time. We've even heard Daniel mention that he wished he could create time. Now let's skip ahead to the scene at the heart of the island, where Mother tells Jacob that he has no choice but to take over caring for the island. As I was watching this, it made me realize that Jacob wasn't given a choice. He was forced into it because of the circumstances. So this starts to explain why Jacob makes such a point about people choosing or always having a choice, because he was never given one. During the ceremony, Mother says something in Latin. I looked it up and it translated to, For we do not accept this just as a common drink, but as if that should be one with me. Now with this process, we see the moment Jacob took over as protector on the island. But one thing stuck out to me throughout the entire episode. It always seemed like Mother knew the answer of every question she was asking. And it seemed like she kind of created this conflict because we see Man in Black murder Mother for not letting letting him leave the island and sabotaging his plan. But as she's dying in her final words, she thanks him for what he did. And that really makes me think that she had planned this all along and was trying to find a way so that she would no longer have to be protector of the island. But when Jacob finds Man in Black over their mother's dead body, he's met with a fate worse than death because Jacob throws him into the heart of the island and what's spewn out is the smoke monster. But we do see that that his dead body is left behind. And this is eventually what Jacob buries in the caves. We know that the smoke monster is evil incarnate. So this explains what the man in black had said to Richard when he said that the devil had stolen his body. And we now know the identity of those two bodies buried in the caves. This concept was something totally forgotten for six full seasons, but comes back up here right before the end. And that'll take us into what they died for. We open up in our flash sideways seeing Desmond calling Jack to inform him that they found the body of Christian Shepherd. We also see that Jack is having breakfast with Claire and David, so we're seeing the bond starting to form between Claire and Jack. Back on the island, I wanted to bring up when Kate identifies that the man in black caused all of this pain to happen, and as a result, she's finally on board for killing man in black after all this time, she's going along with the plan and not fighting against it. This will take us into the flash sideways. Desmond explains to Ben that he's here to help Locke let go. And when Ben questions him further, Desmond beats him senseless, which causes Ben to have a trigger of the same memories we've seen previous members have in these flash sideways. So it looks like what Desmond is trying to show is glimpses of the life they lived on the island. 
Back on the island, we see Ben return to the barracks to collect C4. I wanted to point out that he's a lot more honest and revealing in his information. He's open and tells everybody where the C4 is and explains what the wall in his secret closet does. He believes that it summoned the man in black, but he now realizes that the man in black had been manipulating them the whole time. Later in this scene, we actually see Widmore arrive to the barracks for the first time since he's been exiled. And I wanted to point out this great little detail when he walked into the doorway right above his shoulder is the portrait of Alex which is pretty obvious symbolism but it's a great little detail that they included. Widmore is here to explain that Jacob came to him off the island invited him to come back to the island to fulfill a specific purpose. Over on the other side of the island we get a great conversation between Jack and Sawyer about who's responsible for the collateral deaths that have occurred in the past season. Sawyer is starting to realize that he kind of had no choice in pulling the wires out and causing the deaths of Jin, Sun, and Saeed. And he's sort of admitting to Jack that he realized the responsibility he was taking when he decided to blow up the atomic bomb to cause the incident. But this does tie back into the idea of the man in black causing deaths by indirectly influencing them. And we already know from across the sea that Mother recognized that he's different and that he can lie and use that as a strength. Now, as they're walking through the jungle, little kid Jacob appears to Hurley. And this is the first time we've seen this version show up to anybody else without the man in black being there. But he instructs Hurley to bring everybody together because the end is coming soon. Back at the barracks, the man in black arrives in huge smoke monster form and knocks out Richard Alpert, and then casually meets up with Ben and tells him that he still needs him to kill a few more people. Ben continues to tell the truth and gives up Widmore's location. But let's jump quickly into the flash sideways, where we see Danielle and Alex kidnap Ben so that he can come over for dinner. And I'm bringing this up now because this is a very different Ben that we're seeing in the flash sideways, and I know I've said that a lot but really look at the type of person he is here compared to what we're seeing him do on the island. One of the biggest ways I think this is defined is when Rousseau tells him that even though Alex's real father died when she was young, the amount of care and effort he's put into making sure Alex succeeds makes him the closest thing to a real father she has. So even though he doesn't have the official title, he's got the actual reverence, which the Ben in the Flash Sideways seems to understand and value a lot more. So back at the barracks, Man in Black confronts Widmore and wants to know why he came back to the island. And it's revealed that Desmond is a measure of last resort by Jacob. But before we get more of an explanation, Widmore is shot and killed by Ben. And Ben comments that Widmore doesn't get to save his daughter. Back in our flash sideways, we see Jack tell Locke to not confuse coincidence for fate. But Locke has a very different reaction than when we heard it on the island. He says that it really doesn't matter whether it's coincidence or its fate, and this kind of mirrors what Mother had said in the last episode. This will take us back into the jungle, where Jacob explains to the surviving candidates why they're all here. He's trying to correct the mistake he made when he created the smoke monster, and he tells them that one of them will have to take over protecting the light at the heart of the island. 
And the reason that he chose all of these people and observed them for so many years is because they were all flawed, and we know all of these parallels have been there throughout the entire series. Most of these people have bad relationships with their parents, they're all flawed and broken in some way, they carry some sort of baggage, and they're just like Jacob. But he tells them that he wants to give them something he never had, which is the choice to take over this job. He also explains that the names in the cave with lines through it are insignificant. If anybody wants to take over, they can have that position. Jack is the one who chooses to take the reins from Jacob, and it's really great to see the full maturation of Jack's character, because we see him in full certainty. He knows that this is what he's supposed to do, and he's confident in his decision. But I love the little comment here that Hurley makes that he's happy it's not himself. Jacob tells Jack that he will do this job for as long as he can. And after Jack goes through the same process Jacob went through with Mother, Jack becomes like Jacob, which means that he can go to the heart of the island. Back in our flash sideways, we see Desmond help Saeed and Kate, and we see that he's orchestrated this plan with Ana Lucia. And I like the little comment that Hurley makes when he sees her there. He asks Desmond if she'll be coming along with them. So he seems to know and is completely clued in on whatever Desmond is trying to do. But Desmond's response is that she's not ready yet. So it's very interesting to see what they're all going to, since he's having a plan play out with Kate and Saeed. And now back in the jungle, we see Man in Black explain that Desmond is actually a failsafe. And because of his resistance to electromagnetism, Desmond is going to help Man in Black destroy the island so that he can finally get off. Folks, that'll take us into the end of the episode. Next week, we will be watching the end and the epilogue called The New Man in Charge. If you have any thoughts, theories, questions, email me at wegobackpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at KingLordBrian. And until next week, y'all take care.